0: The Blast from Our Past Network.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And I'm
0: Prime. Welcome,
1: Prime. How are you doing, sir?
0: I am doing good. Just happy to be here talking about Queen, something I don't really get to talk about on my show, so that's good.
1: Speaking of your show, why don't you tell uh, the ladies and gentlemen out there where you're from?
0: Uh, I am from the Prime Nostalgia podcast. Pretty much me and my co-host, we just... Talk about things from the eighties, nineties, and two thousands, and sometimes we may or may not have a special actor or actress from a certain TV show. So pretty much that's that's pretty much sums it up.
1: Uh, Adam and I were lucky enough to uh, be a guest on their show. We did a top five buddy cop films episode, and it was a great discussion. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, a lot of fun.
0: Yes, and um, we actually did like a, a voting thing on Instagram where. Uh rush hour Sweeped like 1 2 and 3 sweep <laughs> the whole thing. So yeah, that that's something to look forward to to look uh seeing us talk about that.
2: Yeah, was was rush hour the only one that made did that make everybody's list? Yes. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yes. It, yeah, yeah. That I mean that that says it right there. I think that might have been the only one that made absolutely every single person's list and that's there's a good reason for that.
1: But today we are going to be talking our top 10 Queen songs. I'm so excited about this. I was I was actually very ecstatic to hear that this was something you wanted to do. And why don't we start off by telling us what's what is your relationship with Queen, Prime?
0: Uh well, I'll be honest with you. Um I so uh every couple of years I find like a group and I kind of like study them and kind of of like like to know the ins and outs and then get into this group and i'll be honest i was a late bloomer because like when i think of That's queen okay. i think of queen i think of rock music i you know i guess at that time i wasn't really into a lot of rock music and stuff but i hmm. forgot i forgot what movie i was watching i was in a the theater and i just seen i i just seen the trailer for bohemian rhapsody the first one and then I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I just got into Queen before I even seen the movie. So I kind of, like, studied everything before the movie came out. And then, of course, the movie came out, and I went to go see it. But before then, I heard of Queen, but not really knowing anything. And, and then, of course, after the trailer, I went and go and, like, try to find out everything I could. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's the that, type of things I do, like, With certain groups and stuff, I kind of like to study and uh, stuff like that. That's
1: That's cool. That's honestly, that's (laughs) that's kind of how I have been throughout my life with hip hop. If a hip hop song is particularly popular, I don't actually get into it till much later, and it's it's just kind of been I don't know I'm just late to the game every Mm -hmm. time. It seems.
2: Yeah, and it's it's awesome. I, I you know just because Queen has been such a part of I'd say my life and probably John's life for so long. Um, It is awesome to hear that, you know, when the Bohemian Rhapsody movie comes out or when you see it on something like, you know, maybe like back in Wayne's World time or whatever, you know, or whatever music comes at some other different time, that it is still bringing in new fan bases and new people who haven't really heard it before or really, you know, been aware of um, all the different catalogs that they've had and things like that. So that's fantastic. You know, multiple years down the road, bands like Queen or bands like whoever, you know, or, or hip-hop stuff for John or whatever it is. I have had similar stuff, right. too, that, yeah, you'll, you'll find it way later and be like, damn, that's some good shit.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I've been missing it for a long time. Nice. Yeah. All
1: right, well, I'm ready to get into my list. I don't know about you two.
2: Oh, I want to get all up in my list. Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. All up in there. Mm, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that was a bet.
1: Well, Adam, since you are so emphatic about this, <laughs> why don't you start us off with your number 10?
2: All right. Um, this is a, was a pretty big hit for Queen, and it is one of their most played hits, so I don't want to talk too much about it because I wouldn't be surprised if it's on one of y'all's lists. And being as nostalgic as we are, um, man, this song has been on a lot of movies as well. I am talking We Are the Champions as my number 10 favorite Queen song.
0: Higher on my list.
2: Okay. Did not make my list okay, all right, I'm all okay. I'm kind of, whatever it is, I'm not surprised about that by John. <laughs> I feel like I remember you saying something like you're tired of that song or something like that, yeah. but we'll we'll talk more yeah. about it because uh, it's <laughs> higher on primes <laughs> okay, yeah. uh,
1: all right, well, I'll go ahead and jump in and we'll let uh we'll just kind of keep that going. We'll go Adam, me, and then prime that way prime gets the last word. Sounds we good get to okay. one um my number ten. Is uh, not necessarily a lesser-known song. It definitely gets a lot of play, but I've actually, you know, heard some people who are like, "Oh, I didn't realize that was a Queen song," uh, and that is "You're My Best Friend."
0: Not on my list. It is not on my list.
1: Okay, I. It's just a fun little song. Um, I. I'll be honest. I had a hard time filling in my number ten slot. So, it really. It could have. It could have been almost anything. But out of the ones
2: that I had kind of picked for that area, I was like, eh. I think that's going to work best. John, do you think about me when that song plays? When you are you thinking no. about me when you hear you're my best friend? No. Jerk, You're... I hate you too.
1: I'm, I married my best friend.
2: <laughs> oh, I guess that makes sense too. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, You're My Best Friend is a really good song. I don't actually didn't even really kind of put it in my top 20, but uh, it, it, there's really going to be this is one of those bands that it's hard pressed for me to say anything shitty about. because um, mm-hmm. there is a lot of good songs that they make, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, You're My Best Friend plays, and I'm, I'm definitely happy with it. It's, it's a strong enjoyable song all
1: right prime what is your number 10
0: uh my number 10 is the invisible man
1: Oh, I don't Ooh. have not on my list. Not on my list. Uh, I'm more of a deep less, cut. I was gonna say I'm less familiar with that one.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just tell y'all right now. I, I am I am a nostalgia person, nostalgic person, and um, mm-hmm. this song actually was inspired by a, a TV show that I like theme song, and it's kind of it's kind of a two thousand show called Danny Phantom. And, oh uh, yeah, I remember that. that yeah,
2: uh, cartoon. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that that theme song was like very close to this song like it was inspired by this song that's why is why I like it but like the beat is like a digga 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 it's like just mm-hmm. the the groove of it, of it is, is to me is like fantastic so that's why I like it and the video is cool too yeah uh,
1: I mean I, to me that's a valid reason As, yes. you know association by nostalgia is totally a valid reason to love something I think
2: 100% and I've I've only heard that song maybe once Maybe twice or something. You know, it's not one of my like regular go tos, but um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check that back out again. I'm excited. I mean, to check
0: it out again. and then like in the middle, it's like a the video is kind of like a it's kind of like a video game. It's like a choose your fighter, and like when they pop up on this, <laughs> when they pop up on the on the video, they kind of like it's like a Freddy Mercury, <laughs> Roger <laughs> Taylor. It's like it's just <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, it's that's freaking oh, awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Jeez.
0: So, yeah.
2: Awesome. All right.
1: Well, let's circle around. Adam, what is your
2: number nine? All right. Um, I would be real shocked if this has made either of y'all's lists um, because it is not like a particularly well-known song. And part of that is because at least the studio version is not even sung by Freddie Mercury. It's sung by Brian May. Uh, My number nine is 39. (laughs) 39.
3: Put in the sand for the day I take your hand
0: In the land that our knew. Mm. Did not make not my list. list.
2: Okay. So it came out in uh, 76, um, which is uh, the album A Night at the Opera, which is the the same as some other big hits that they've had. Yeah, but Brian May leads this one. It's a very different sound than most Queen songs. It's far more folky, and, um, you know, it's it's acoustic guitar, I believe. But it's it it's just very different. And uh, in the live versions, Freddie Mercury does sing. And it's I like Freddie Mercury singing, but the studio version I actually like best. Um, and it's got a feel-good sound to it. You know, it is a very different one, but... Uh, it's one I, I'm, I'm happy to put out here because I think it's one that not enough people know about, and it's just a it's overall quality-ass song. So wanted to make sure some people heard 39. Cool. Yeah.
1: All right, so my number
2: nine. Number nine. Uh, number nine. Every time. Number nine. Every fucking time. <laughs> Jesus. You got got, John. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh.
1: My number nine is I Want It All.
3: Seeker on an empty street. Just a nanny creaver, light on his feet. The young fighter, screaming without no time for doubt. With the pain and anger, can't see a way out. It ain't my turn.
0: didn't make my list? Out on my list. Okay. Um
1: I really enjoy this song, I will admit, much like how um uh Prime's love for uh the Invisible was it the Invisible Man? Was
0: that what it was called? Yeah, the Invisible Man. Yeah.
1: yeah. Was peppered by the nostalgia for this cartoon. Uh, my actual love for this song actually comes from a remix version that was done for the movie Sucker Punch. Oh, oh okay. okay. They did a great – they did a mashup version. It's this and we will rock you, and it's done It's it, – they've taken that. They've taken the queen vocals, but then they've also added some sort of techno elements, and I wish I could remember the name of the guy. There's a guy who raps over part of it, and I forgot to look up his name. It's a great version. Hmm. It's, a, it's a very modern version, but it's really good. But anyway, I – I've always liked that song, but for some reason, I really liked this version, and it made me go back
2: and love the original version even more. Okay. Do you uh do you also want it now? Is my question, John? <laughs> I always want it now, and I'm... <laughs> I want it now, and I want it now. Doom. I think it's a good like rock strum. Um, actually, yeah. Brian May goes ham on the uh-huh. guitar in that song. Holy yeah. crap! He does a great job on that one. So yeah, that's a fantastic song. Fantastic choice. Cool.
1: All right. Prime, what is your number nine?
0: My number nine, maybe another deep cut to some people, but I'm going to say the miracle.
2: Oh, good song. Good song. Not on my yeah. list, but yeah, yeah didn't make oh, my man. list either. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's a miracle. I, I think for me, the reason why it's even on my list is because like the the last like minute and a half, and a half of this song, it's like mm. the song starts off, dun, 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 you know, yeah, and then like at the end, it's like a, it's like another groove, pretty yeah, much.
2: It does. You're right.
0: <laughs> and then, uh especially in the music video, at least, um, the music video they. It's, it's it's played by kids, like impersonating Freddie Mercury and Brian <laughs> May and Roger Taylor, John Deacon. That's, and then that's cool. the actual Queen comes in and they're mirroring their moves, wearing the same outfits and stuff with the, the, the kids. And uh, I just really liked the video and I liked the, the song, the groove. So I was, yeah, just had to make my list.
2: That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Queen's music videos, not going to lie, but... You're definitely making me want to go check out a lot oh, of music
0: videos. I'll be honest. I think these two and maybe one more the only videos I've seen. So I, oh, I've okay. probably seen like four or five videos in all. <laughs> but yeah. All
4: right.
2: Okay. That's, awesome. That's fair. Uh, all right. Adam, your number eight. My number eight. Um, it's possible that it's on somebody else's list. Um, it's not an unknown song, certainly by not, by any stretch of the means. I, I don't think so. Uh, but it's definitely an underrated song. Um, they do play it live. I don't. It's not on any of the greatest hits, at least of the albums that I've got. Uh, but it is a kick-ass song, and it's Dragon Attack.
0: Not on my list.
1: Not on my list. Okay. I'm not actually familiar with that song.
0: Totally un, uh,
2: underrated. Not enough people really know it, but I mean, I, f- I feel like some people, you know, once you hear it, you might be like, okay, yeah, I've probably heard this one somewhere. Okay. Very catchy bass on this one. Um, just overall, it, it is a bit repetitive at times, but it's got a bluesy feel. More of a, I'd see, it's got like a raw feel to it and a bluesy feel to it that I like a little bit more. Um, I'm a definitely fan of the, of the blues. Um Man, John and I, we should do a top ten blue songs too. God, I, w- that would be easy enough to do. Yeah, I could, I could um, put out that list pretty quick. So, but yeah, I mean, this is just uh, it's it's catchy, but it's also kind of hard, hard and raw, and it's just badass. Uh, it came out in 1980. In the uh, the the game was the uh, album that it came out on. But it's just it's a fun one. And I've seen I've seen Queen live once, and I believe they did they not I believe they did this song uh, with Adam Lambert. And it was really good. Yeah, actually our mom flew out when I was living in Los Angeles. She flew out because I was like, Man, I got these queen tickets, but I'm like, I don't know who you know, I think you know, mom would probably want to go with me, so she flew out to LA and we went to the Hollywood Bowl and we had a kick ass time watching Queen and Adam Lambert. It was really At the fucking so, that And this was one of the songs, it was just a really, really good song. So I, I appreciated it and uh yeah. So that's why I why I like Dragon Attack.
0: Cool queen at the bowl right. though i'm sorry just uh, no sorry. go ahead i was gonna say queen at the hollywood bowl just blew my mind that's that's like an awesome space <laughs> it, it, and just awesome yes yeah.
2: it was it was very cool and you know obviously couldn't have done it couldn't have seen it way before i would have been able to see anything you know with freddie mercury still that would have been i would have simultaneously my head would have exploded and i would have been <laughs> coming at the same time um sorry for my graphicness but like if i could have seen freddy obviously live that would have been amazing but uh you're not sorry i'm not sorry (laughs) hashtag sorry not sorry um hashtag coming everywhere head exploding uh but yeah they they really put on a really good concert so and the bowl's always nice you get to see like the hollywood lights from a from a distance or la lights and it's just a really cool venue so all
1: right so my number eight uh, I will admit, when I was younger, didn't know it was a Queen song. In fact, uh, when I was a kid, I actually thought this was an Elvis song. Uh,
4: yeah,
2: I know uh, which one you're okay. talking. <laughs>
4: okay,
1: are talking crazy little thing called love. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, he definitely channels his inner Elvis with this uh-huh. one. A loose thing, a cold love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any
1: on anyone's list? Not no. on my list. Sorry. Okay. Nope. I love what I love about Queen is how diverse their style is. Mm. How they can go from one style to another and yet still sound like Queen. It's still them. You can still tell. You can still hear the elements of everything together, but they can go and, and and just run the gamut on anything. Freddie Mercury could have put out a country album, and I would have been here for it. I would have been first in line to buy it, mm-hmm. um, just because like that, that man could sing in any genre, and those guys could write in any genre, and it, I think it definitely shows in this one where you get a little bit of rockabilly, a uh, little bit of country on there, but it sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, okay. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, it is it is such a different sounding song for them, and you're, you're you're absolutely right on that. You know, they've got so many different styles, and they jump between it, and they do it flawlessly. You know, when you when you hear some of their more maybe operatic stuff, and then they come into this yeah rockabilly-esque style and then they get some hard they have they have some hard rock stuff as well um yeah they're they're all over the gamut and you gotta respect them for that and this this one in particular i feel is one that really stands out as a totally different style Mm -hmm. it's good good song
1: uh all right uh prime what is your number
0: eight i won't be surprised if this is higher on anybody's list but i got radio gaga
2: higher on my list okay okay didn't make my list. Okay. Alright, Adam.
1: Number seven.
2: Number seven. Well, this song is dangerous. I mean <laughs> it's dangerous. Sorry, that was MJ. Uh this song <laughs> is so dangerous because it's a killer queen. Uh yeah, my number seven's killer queen. <laughs> oh, higher right. on my list. Okay, fair enough. Uh, All right, my
1: number seven, I'm not going to talk too much because I'm going to expect it to be higher on other people's list, and there's probably going to be a lot of people who are shocked that it's this low for me. My number seven is Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Higher, higher, of course, yeah. Yeah, of course, of
2: course, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right, Prime, what's your number seven? Uh, My number seven is Somebody to Love. Higher on my list. Okay, okay. (laughs)
1: That that was one of my honorable mentions. It was okay. one of the ones that was vying for
2: my number ten. Yep. Uh, all right. So, all right. So, yeah. So oh yeah. So nobody got to talk that one. Yeah. Because mine my number seven was Killer Queen. It's higher on your list. Yours was Bohemian Rhapsody. Higher on other people. And now Primes <laughs> was higher. on my Yeah. So no one no one talked to their number seven. That's cool. So that's all right.
1: We'll get there. Yeah. I I really kind of expected this to happen. Like, oh we'd, yeah, yeah. We'd get a lot of jumping at least at the lower ends and Absolutely. stuff like that. Uh, all right. Adam number six. So let's finish out the bottom half of our list.
2: Yes. Uh, my number six, another one that I do not think is going to be on anybody's list. Um, this album came out after Freddie Mercury passed away. It uh, came out in 1995, their first album that they put out, you know, post, uh, post Freddie. But it was not, it was Freddie's voice, but, um, you know, former songs that they kind of retweaked and, you know, whatnot. Um, it's called You Don't
3: Fool Me. You Don't Fool Me.
0: Mm, not on my list, but not on it's a my good. list.
1: Actually, not familiar at all with that song.
2: Okay, uh, there's a couple fantastic songs from that album, um, and for me, I think ultimately I just had to pick you. You don't fool me from that one. It uh, hit number 17 in the UK. Didn't even hit into the US. Um, yeah, as I said, it was from the 1995 album Made in Heaven, which was their first album after his death in '91. Um, there's just, there's emotion with the song. Um, I think it's from an overall, overall underrated album. Not a lot of people know about that one because they just kind of, yeah they toss it because it was obviously after Freddie, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, I tend to just come back to, you don't fool me more than any other ones. And I, I actually have a couple of those other ones in my honorable mention that I'll talk about, but, uh, I, I just, I don't know. There's something about this song that I, I appreciate. And it sounds, it sounds very, I don't know, kind of, kind of, Pretty good classic queen. Not classic. It's not even classic queen. Because what is classic queen? God, they're they're everything. (laughs) But I don't know. This one, one I've always had a a spot in my heart, and I just really appreciate You Don't Fool Me. And I'd say overall listening to that album, you know, kind of gets me a little bit more emotional because there are some very emotional points to it, you know, um, that I think some of these songs that were recorded probably not terribly long before his death that he knew the end was coming and that kind of stuff. And so there are some of those – more emotional, hidden things in this album. So I always kind of listen to this album, being like, "I miss you, Freddie," every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh,
1: my number six. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 having a hard time gauging where this is going to be on anyone else's list. So uh, I won't talk too much about it. It's sort of a quirky song, but I, I've always loved it, and that's bicycle race.
3: Bicycle. I say, Bite, you say, Shark. I say, Him and George was never my scene, and I don't like Star Wars. I say, Royce, you say, God, give me a choice. I say, Christ, I don't believe in Peter Pan, Frankenstein, or Superman. I want to do
0: is I want to. Not on my list. <laughs> That's just under my list. Okay.
1: I don't think this song gets the respect it deserves.
2: I don't think this song. I think this song gets more respect than it deserves. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of bicycle races. I'm not gonna lie.
1: It's such a quirky, fun song, and it is kind of it's kind of silly in its concepts. Like, really, this is what you're gonna sing about? Mm-hmm. But they pull it off, and yeah. I, I, I guarantee you, if I was to put this on in in any bar or you know somewhere else with a bunch of people in you're going to get at least half the people singing along cuz it's 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 the song that i think people hate to admit that they love
2: eh,
1: and it's... and i think you're doing that right now adam i think you're, <laughs> no, you're I hating to admit it. that it deserves it didn't to be high
2: didn't even make my top 20 consideration to 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 wind down
1: adam who hurt you
2: <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> yeah my jerk of an older brother probably <laughs> <laughs> sucker yeah Uh, i mean it's not it's it's of course it's listenable but it is to me it's a bottom tier queen song honestly i just i don't i don't love it well it's a good thing you're not in charge here all right i
0: I will say real quick though for me sure for that song i i go to like i have season tickets to like um to, to this football game and like every every game they do like a safety and protocol video, and these people are riding on the bikes, and that's kind of why that even made my honorable mentions, my, my just under my list, mm-hmm. because it's like, and it's like, it's catchy, but like once it's in your head, it's kind of like ah, it's actually just here, it's just here now.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Even I like having a bicycle race, bicycle, bicycle race. I mean, <laughs> it's even there. I do say I, I, and I'm not a fan of that. The time where they just start the the bicycle bells and the rings coming, in. I just I don't know. But, oh, I love
1: that. You get, you get
2: uh, you get, Brian me go with the scales. Do do yeah. It is catchy. It is fucking catchy. <laughs> Prime, you're, you're dead on with that. Like the second you start saying it, it's just like, it gets, it, it gets in there.
1: It's, it's going to start growing on you, Adam. Uh-huh. We do this list. We, we do this list again in six months and bicycle race is going to be on there. I'm sure. <laughs>
0: <Mm-mm>. <laughs> it's going to be in the top five at that. Yeah. Y'all crazy.
1: Uh,
0: all
1: right. <laughs> prime what is your number six
0: uh my number six is we are the champions and bad mistakes
3: i've made a few i've had my shelf
1: Okay. Okay. So Yeah, it didn't make my list. I think, Adam, it was on for uh, you, My right? number 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, gentlemen, go ahead.
0: I will say, like, you know, the the song itself, I personally think it should be a little higher, just in my opinion, but, like, the, the overplayness of it is why yeah. is it's low for me. It almost was lower, but I, just, I like the song, but, like, people play it entirely too much, it's like, okay, I, I get it. You like Queen, or this might be the only Queen song you know, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. uh,
2: you know. Yeah, it, it's it's almost become like a meme in music because it's just been, <laughs> you're right, it has been way overplayed. Uh came out in 1977 in the News of the World album. It hit number four on the Billboard Hot 100, uh, and then it hit again in uh, 52, uh, or t- to number 52 in 1992 because of their Greatest Hits album. But, I mean, this song, what you can't put behind it is, it's an anthem. It is a mm-hmm. like a sports style anthem. It's played in so many different movies. I think about Mighty Ducks at the end of Mighty Ducks when that's played and uh, We Are the Champions comes on. It's epic. It's absolutely epic and I, I do have a little specific nostalgic moment thinking about We are the Champions because I used to be um, uh, when I used to work at a company where we did a lot of traveling shoots and we would go into people's um, houses and, and we would film them doing like teaching things and teaching like arts and crafts stuff. And at the end of every single shoot, I would play We Are the Champions um, just as we're finished, completely wrapped up. You, you know, you finish up all your shoot, and then I do that while we're kind of cleaning up and, and whatnot. It just kind of became one of my things working there. Uh, I so bet I have, the crew hated you for that. No, they fucking loved it. They loved it. Because I, I worked, you also work with different crews, and you also work with okay. different instructors. So okay. it's like I was the one who heard it more than everybody, obviously. Okay, all right, that's like. You get mixed mixed up with different people and different instructors, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it they they looked forward to me playing. We are the champions, and it is a good song. But I'm I'm 100 with Prime on the overplay of it is probably why yep. it ended up falling on my list too. Yep, that's why I didn't yeah. make my list at all. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you've you've mentioned that before, right, John? Just yep. that you have not a disdain for the song, but it's just yeah, you've heard it too yeah. much. Yeah, I've just heard it way too much. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's
1: uh that was the bottom half of our list. Let's go to the top half, Adam. Start us off with number 5.
2: Yeah, my number 5 was um Primes 8 or 9, I can't remember which one. Uh Radio Gaga. So
3: don't become some black-
0: my
2: number eight yeah number eight okay yeah um so it's from the 1984 album the works it hit number 16 on the billboard hot 100 and uh one of the things that i think i really felt why radio gaga deserves to be high on a list or on somebody's top 10 list it's just man have you have either of y'all seen the live aid concert i've seen bits and pieces of it i've never seen the whole thing all the way through the way Freddie plays
0: those people, oh, like John, a, you, you know, gotta you gotta get on it real quick. You gotta is get so on good. that. It's
2: so good. It's so good. And Freddie, I mean, he has his, his different like vocal things that he does. The day and uh, other stuff like he just calling. I've seen that bit. Yeah, I've yeah, I've seen that, seen that bit. bit. So, but while they're playing Radio Gaga, the entire mm. fucking what yes. is it? Wembley Stadium or whatever it is, they all have yeah. their hands up and they're all clapping to mm-hmm. the song, and it is like it's an ep- it's an epic moment, right?
0: It looks like an ocean of like hands, yes. honestly. Yeah. yeah, it it is amazing.
2: Yeah. So, um, and the the song itself is apparently like about the fact that music videos kind of seem to be taking over, <laughs> um, from the side of like radio, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so there's little bits of that to it, but like the song itself is just, it's catchy. It, it um, yeah. But you got uh, seeing that ocean, as you put it, that ocean of hands. It's just like, man, this is a sp- Special moment, and this is a special song,
0: so I love it. So for me, it's kind of the opposite of that, actually. Huh. when I seen it on live, a I I liked the the part when they all clapped, but before that, I was like, "What is he saying? What what what's going on? Like, what, mm-hmm. you know, all this." And then I went back and listened to the original version, and then I was like, "Okay, so like, cause you know the 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 live a version, is probably." the lyrics probably at that time was probably like the with the all the audio and the crowd and stuff so i had to go back and listen to mm-hmm. the actual version with the yeah you know with the lyrics and then the lyrics i'm like okay i like the lyrics i like what this song is talking about so much to where this might even be a song i might pick up for karaoke here and there but um <laughs> <laughs> but then i went now that i like the song i go back and watch live and i'm like okay now i understand like yeah. I, I i get the 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 hype and the clapping and yeah but but that first time I ever watched it live, I was like, wow, this is one of the songs. I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, but this is cool. <laughs> nice.
1: Nice. That's cool. Who, like, that's got to be the dream as a performer to go somewhere and have tens of thousands of people basically at your beck and call.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I think. Like, hey.
1: just eating up everything you're doing.
2: Oh, yeah. Exactly. Much like, you know, the way I feel when I'm talking on a podcast, because I know everybody is listening to me <laughs> at every word. You know, it's it's pretty, it's it's a very good feeling. I'm sorry, you know, what? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to go into another Arnold rant. To me, it's like coming. It's like, you know, when you get out stage and you have the pump and you're coming and then you're you pose in front of other people, you're coming. It's pumping iron. What a good movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> awesome. Still never
1: <laughs> see it. And at this point, I'm not
2: going to see it out of spite. And now I've been able to say coming like four times on this episode. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry Prime Man this is, you've got me at my worst today uh, I guess
0: Freddie uh, Mercury makes you do that I don't know it's, yeah. it's...
2: you know to each their own
1: so would you say that it makes you crazy like oh. stone cold crazy cause that's my number 5
0: What a segue! I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah, Not on that, my was,
2: uh, that was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah.
1: Um. So, admittedly, I uh, I kind of came into this song uh through the back door via the Metallica version. Ah, uh, yeah. That the cover that they did for Garage Inc. Um, and then found out that it was a Queen song, and I was like, really? That's a, and then you go back and you're like, oh god, this is a hard song. This is yeah. them. I mean, this is this sounds like. To me, uh, like early Black Sabbath style, and mm-hmm. kind of you know it's got that Queen touch for sure, but you get that really hard rocking fast uh, style out of it, and it's uh, kind of unlike a lot of the other stuff they've mm-hmm. done, which is makes it stand out, and it's such a good song.
2: It is. I, I might be the same that I might have heard the Garage Ink before I heard this version. Honestly, I mean Metallica does a great version, but yeah, you go back to hear this one, uh, the Queen's version. And it is. Man, it's solid. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is the bits of the hard, hard rock. There's some metal kind of stuff in there. You're right, that early, like said, that early speed stuff going. And, mm-hmm. like, Freddie can't even, like, he can barely, like, do his Freddie vocals because he's just, like, going so fast. He's, he goes faster than, like, uh, than any other song on this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So...
1: And it, it makes you move. And I think, actually, I think what really did it for me was, so I hear Metallica do the version, and it sounds like Metallica. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. that sounds, totally sounds like a song they do. You go, you hear Queen, and the surprise of it being Queen and how mm-hmm. much it actually you know sounds a lot like like Metallica. Like, we're just going to do it the way Queen kind of did it. <laughs> yeah. Just with our tone and, and that stuff, and you're like, oh,
2: man, that is cool. Like, they didn't yeah. speed it up or anything. Like, that's exactly how Queen did it. You're right. You would have the expectation that, that- – Metallica took it and made it Metallica, made it faster. And it maybe it've been like, you know, a softer song. And then no, nope. It is <laughs> it was built that way and it's great. Yep. And that's and that's why it's it's
1: it's great. All right, cool. I'm going to stop talking about that one. Prime, uh, <laughs> what is your number 5?
0: My number 5 is I won't be surprised if it's higher on both of your lists is another one bites the dust.
1: Oh, higher on my list. Oh, okay. not on my list. Oh, Adam, you're right. so wrong. <laughs> not wrong. I mean, it's a good yeah. song. It's a great song. Uh, all right. I'm going to try and hide my disappointment as we go to
2: Adam's number four. Um, Hammer to Fall
0: is my number uh, four. Okay. Love not on, on my to fall. list. Here
3: we stand.
2: Not on my list either. Okay. Uh, this song, um, you know, another one, if you kind of put in the in the realm of Stone Cold Crazy, maybe not as as high of a beat per minute, but it's got high energy. There's anthem-like qualities to Hammer to Fall. Um, another one that I saw from the Live Aid concert that I absolutely adored uh, from the 1984 album The Works, hit number three in the UK, didn't chart in the US. Um, but, you know, that's probably really, really, really where I started to appreciate this song. But overall... There is, I don't know. There, I get like a. This is this is one of the big anthem types of songs that they have that I think, you know, the real Queen lovers like me appreciate, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's so high. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen it. I've got their um, uh, live at Montreal uh, Blu-ray, and I absolutely, I, I, I. When I have bands that I know I'll never be able to see in person or, or people, I try to get like. You know, a Blu-ray live concert of them, you know, because I want to see like I got like a Zeppelin, um, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughn DVD, that kind of thing, because I want to see these people in concert. And I'll mm-hmm. never get to because either the bands are fully broken up or most of the people are de- dead or anything. And just the energy that they bring with Hammer to Fall in general is fantastic. It's just a it's a fun rock song.
0: Before you uh before we move on, like I have that same Montreal thing, and like the way that my uh-huh. TV is, it looks like they're actually like there. It looks like I'm actually at a concert with my own yes. vision. Uh, the, okay, I don't know fantastic. how they get it. I don't know how they got to be so HD. I don't know, but like yeah, it is. It is like the greatest thing ever, and they need. It. I don't know how they Isn't did it, it, but they need to do more of it. <laughs> like you
2: know. yeah, man. I couldn't recommend Live at Montreal more than anybody because it exactly yeah. th- it, it's the best like you know chance that anyone's gonna kind of get to feel what is it as a concert for Queen. It is just it's wonderful.
1: Uh all right. Uh my number four, Adam, won't you take me home tonight? <laughs> take
2: me home tonight. Wrong That's one.
1: On... Oh. Nope. <laughs> Down beside that red fire light. My oh,
0: number four is oh, Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah. Okay. 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 I've been Didn't make my list. Didn't, yeah, didn't make my list either. Still oh, a good song,
2: gentlemen. I'm so disappointed. You, I guess you like the junk in the trunk a little bit more than us. That's
0: it.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess I, I don't know. I kind of enjoy the anthemic songs. Yeah, this is a great one. First of all, you know we haven't really mentioned it, but one of the key sort of uh, characteristics of Queen is harmony. Mm-hmm. is their vocal harmony and how they employ it, and more so how Freddie Mercury does it. And, I, you know, it's hard to say. Uh, I don't know for sure, like, if if uh, Freddie was writing the harmonies. I'm pretty sure in most of the recordings it's going to be him just overdubbing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the band members have the unenviable task of having to learn to sing the harmonies <laughs> for the live portions. But the way – the fact, you know, how this song opens with just an a cappella version – of the chorus just makes you excited and just the kind of you know the guitar comes in and you get just the bass drum just boom 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 and i i love the pulse of it i love the pacing of the song it's not too fast it's not too slow um it's it's kind of like i don't know to me it's kind of like the way that they pulse it makes it sound like kind of like a hammer coming down on a nail like repeatedly just doom, doom, doom. You know, aside aside from the uh, the subject matter, which is fun, it, yeah. I think the best way to put it is fun. Um, it's just a well-crafted, fun song that I think gets everyone moving when they hear it.
2: Okay. I cannot disagree with anything you just said. It is a fun song. Just didn't nope. happen to make my top ten. Uh, all right, Prime, what is your number four?
0: My number four is, uh, it's kind of sad, but I still got it on here. These are the days of our lives.
3: The days were endless, we were crazy, we were young. The sun was always shining, we just lived for fun. Sometimes it seems like late, I just don't know. The rest of my life's been...
2: Uh, yeah, I didn't make my list, nor mine. But it is a good song.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, obviously, it's it's, it's almost this. It's, well, it is the end of uh, pretty much of, of, of like one of, one of his last songs. Um, mm-hmm. His actual his actual last song, or at least what they say is that his actual last song. I couldn't even put it on here because that one is very sad. Couldn't even finish the song. But this one, they did a video, mm-hmm. and you could tell his uh. His his you can tell how different he looks in that video compared to mm-hmm. normal Freddie Mercury, and um I personally like the song because it's like a s- smooth soft um song and it's not like a rock song it's like a smooth like I mm-hmm. think uh Roger only uses the bongos and like a um use the bongos and like a cymbal you know it's kind of like just mm-hmm. a soft spoken song
2: okay. Yeah. It's a nice little ballad kind of thing. It is it's a very beautiful song. I absolutely agree.
0: And cool. and and um Oh my gosh, I was about to say something I forgot it that quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I remember. I'm sorry. Uh that was all right. Uh I I did an episode on my podcast of like the top ten ballads and this made my top ten ballad songs. So nice. that's that's, that's awesome. how much I really yeah, enjoy script. this song.
1: Uh, you know what I'm actually say? What I'm enjoying about our list so far, despite kind of all the shit we're giving each other, uh, <laughs> it's it's actually quite a diverse list. Everyone's yeah. everyone's you know, there's a lot of uh, I'm gonna have a lot to play, um, mm-hmm. uh, when I edit this, and I'm actually I'm looking forward to that actually.
2: Yeah, because like exactly a band like this that I think a lot of people most only really know some of the greatest hits. They Expect okay. We're all gonna have the same top ten, basically, just kind of rearranged. Right. And you're right, not not even close. We've got quite yeah. a bit of different songs. That's,
0: that's uh. how it's supposed to be. That's good. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Number three, Adam. Uh, my number three was um, Down Prime's list, and I don't even know if it made John's list at all, which is a damn shame. <laughs> that's somebody to love. <laughs> Great song. Yeah, had to put
0: emphasis oh. on it. <laughs> He's
3: Stand on my feet. Take a look Take at yourself a look in the mirror, mirror. And, cry. and cry. What about your daddy? Hell, I have spent all my years Ooh, in believing you, in but I just can't.
2: Yeah, it was one of my honorable mentions. One year, okay. okay. All right, so it's close. Um, yeah, I'll just start off a little bit. Came out in 1976. Uh, the album "A Day at the Races" hit number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100. This song has like a, a great mix of sweetness and epicness all together. You know when he when he really belts. I think this is one of Freddie Mercury's best vocal songs. Honestly, um, there's just in and, in and, and, probably because of that it just it just makes me stop and listen whenever it's on i'm just like oh shit what was i doing i've got to listen to to somebody love right now it's <laughs> <Is> that good <laughs> so prime i can't remember uh, where was it on your list was that number your uh, number 5 or it was that? number 7 number,
0: seven. number okay. 7 uh interesting enough i've seen queen adam lambert live before i uh before i like knew about queen i was at like a uh, i was at one of those festivals like where like a lot of bands come up and um, yeah. they were there with Adam Lambert and the the performance that they gave, that I'm looking back on and, and found footage of it and stuff, it's like this uh Somebody to Love performance is especially to me at least, it's like they start off acapella and then like there's like some kind of ramp or something. They start off a cappella, then they come down the ramp and then Brian May joins Adam down the ramp they mm-hmm. play a cappella but just a guitar and then out of nowhere uh roger pops up in like the middle of the arena or whatever with a guitar set i mean with a drum set and then they just play it from there i don't i just like the production of it when they do a lot yeah. but also i will agree to what you said it's probably one of his better vocal songs not that all his songs are not you know good vocals but this is probably one of the better like mm-hmm. nah you cannot repeat these vocals at karaoke or like just being drunk <laughs> you can't yeah
2: Definitely not. Uh,
1: all right. Um, my number three was uh, on somebody else's list, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, my number three is Killer
3: Queen. She keeps <laughs> a away, in a pretty cabinet. Let them be cake, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. It's a killer queen, got blood and dynamite with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your mind. recommended at the plate, insatiable and appetite. Wanna
2: try? Uh, that was mine. My number seven. Okay. Um, I think. Uh,
1: Killer Queen is a masterclass in vocal harmony.
2: Yeah, they um, do. They, uh, you you mentioned the harmonies earlier, but that is dead on. This is a great song for that. Uh, the,
1: and it's it's not just like it's not just like what he does with them. It's how complex they are. I mean, he's basically singing like jazz chords here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen the sheet music for Killer Queen, and and maybe that kind of you know peppered my influence there because I saw how complex they actually are. Yeah, it's.
2: It seems like the song they kind of change time signatures, you know, pretty often, and and, and adjust some stuff, and they kind of go between different sounds, mm-hmm. uh, pretty crazy. But yeah, it's, it's it's it makes it all all the more interesting. Yeah, and you get kind of this
1: almost Renaissance bourgeois sound at the beginning, like you should yeah. be wearing like a petticoat and something, <laughs> you know, in a, in a in a British manner or something like that. Um, I mean, because he is, you know, he's. In the, if you listen to the subject matter, he's talking about kind of like a um, a, a dangerous woman, I guess. Yeah. He, he actually, it's got. actually
2: about a call girl. Oh, okay. A high-class call girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just – and every time that song comes on, I never skip it. I always sing along. I try to sing the harmonies, and I fail every time because mm. it's just – it's so complex. It's – oh, it's, yeah. it's a great song.
2: Honestly, oh, so yeah, it came out on the 1974 album Sheer Heart Attack. Uh, hit number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100. But yeah, that's about it. It's just, you're right, really, really strong choice. Cool. Okay. okay.
1: Uh, all right. Prime, did, oh, did you want to add anything to that or are you ready for number three?
0: Nah, I, I don't have anything to add to that one, unfortunately. Okay, cool. okay. <laughs>
1: No, that's fine. Uh, all right, what's your number three?
0: My number three is a little different. My number three is We Will Rock You, but it's the alternate version of We Will Rock You They actually did come out with a song, uh, the actual song for this, and they perform it live. But it's like more of a rock version of "We Will Rock You." It's not the "Boom Boom Clap." It's like a very fast, guitar-heavy, drum-heavy uh, oh. version. That they perform. They perform it uh, at the beginning of the tour. It's the song that they come out to in some of their concerts. And then they perform the slower song, the slower version later on. But I just had this version. Oh, yeah. Just this version is just so high up for me because this is i'll be honest this is like rock what i thought what i think rock is in a sense like they got the the guitar the drums and it sounds like a rock song it's fast paced but then they can also go in the other place of the song where it is you got a you know a little solo but it's more of a anthem um we were rocky it's more of a an anthem i just really prefer the fast version alternate version and okay. uh, yeah, I think, I think it's, a, I, I would say it's a must listen, but you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, didn't, didn't they do that on the live Montreal? They kind of, cause I'm pretty sure I remember
0: mm-hmm. that. The, the song they come yeah, out to so the, fir- the first song. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
2: No, it is good. I agree. That is a is strong And The way you already said it to me, the one word to ex- explain or to describe we will rock you is Anthem. Like that is, uh-huh. it, it is meant to just kind of get people together and boy, it does it with its claps and stomps oh. and other stuff. So, I mean, another I, just massive sports uh, oriented song for this one. I don't know. I don't really know like a high school band that didn't have we rock you <laughs> in the repertoire or that kind of thing, or, or, you know, a baseball stadium that doesn't have this one playing at some part of each game. So.
0: I, I, I will add though, also the live performance. I think I, aside from the rock Version. I go to the normal version just to see the crowd do their clap. Sometimes, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. Uh, that's the thing too.
2: That's
1: cool. That's. I'm gonna have to check that out because the uh, how why you know. First of all, that one's always pair, uh, paired with uh, "We Are We're the, the Champions. Champions." Yeah, and because of it, how much it's overplayed. I'm you know, and having been a high school band director and having played that <laughs> stupid song, it's not stupid. It's a dumb thing to say, but. Um, I, I am actually excited to hear another version. Yeah. So that is definitely something else I will be personally checking out later. Be- before
2: uh, we move on, i yeah. sorry if you had more. Um, no, go ahead. I remember, so I was in elementary school band and um, and actually maybe it's because I wanted to follow in my big brother's footsteps. And In, in elementary, in like fourth and fifth grade, I played percussion and then I switched to oh. low brass once okay. I got into middle school. Okay. But I remember we had tryouts because we were playing we will rock you and we had tryouts for the bass drum because it was so important to do the doom doom and then all the snares together did the cha doom doom cha and so we had to do the tryouts for who got to do the doom dooms and i was good enough to get the dude do- to be the doom dooms i did the bass drum and it made me feel so fucking cool so that's my elementary music uh we will rock you story Uh, You know what? Concert bass drum does
1: not get the love that it deserves, Mm -hmm. um, because you are literally playing the impact points in Mm -hmm. songs. And sorry, this is the percussionist and band director in me that's that's saying this. Um, Also, bass drum is the one time I've ever playing bass drum was the one time I've ever got called out uh, for playing something incorrectly. (laughs) Uh, When I was in college, Uh, we were playing a song that no joke. We were playing an opera. That's what it was. And I had to wait 30 minutes for my first note. <laughs> oh, Not like, sort of, yeah. like 30 minutes into the piece was my first note. And the first time we played through the piece, I missed it. And he stopped the entire thing <laughs> to berate me for it. And I tell you this, I never fucking missed it again. Yeah. And <laughs> never again did I miss that damn note.
0: Yeah. I think yeah, it's just we're on this topic. I think concert uh percussion is way different than like marching or uh any oh, other yeah. Yeah. types of percussion.
1: Oh yeah. Yes. And you know, in, in in for high school kids, like they see the marching percussion, you're like, that's the cool stuff, that's the stuff we want to do. And I understand it because you you know, high school concert percussion is a lot of sitting around and waiting. It's just a, it's a lot of counting. It's just the nature of the beast. Um but I think there's a lot to it that I think doesn't get uh, yeah. as much respect as it deserves.
2: Well, I mean, I, there's there's a lot of flair with like the marching drums, well, yeah. like the like the um, well, marching
1: drums are visual. They're meant yeah, to be. The whole uh, thing is meant to be not just auditory but yeah. visual.
2: Yeah, I mean, you get like the quads and the quints and stuff. That's really cool. But you. Really, kind of shined and fell in love with the, with the pit, which is much more of the concert style percussions. You got into yeah. like the the once the I got to college and xylophones and the, yeah, yeah, when you got to college, yeah. And that is really where, I mean, you get you get it. It's more it's more like honestly, if you can do, you know, a xylophone or something, it's much more like a piano. You know, it's it's much more akin to that than it is like a snare drum, obviously, or or yeah. a tenor. So you have much more control and much you can do much more melodic stuff. So oh yeah. Um, anyway. All right, let's. let's I got off, to do the doom dooms. <laughs> I was the doom doom guy.
1: And that's been concert percussion talk
2: with, with Adam John from Prime.
1: All right, uh, uh, where are we at? We're at number two, right? We're at number two. Yeah, number right, two. Uh, are we on Adams two? I've already yeah. lost.
2: Yeah, yeah. My number two. We haven't started right. twos yet. Okay. Um, and this was on John's list in number seven. It might be higher in primes. It might be number two. I don't know. Uh, mine is Bohemian Rhapsody. Is my number two.
0: It's my number two as well.
2: Okay, cool. Perfect. Well, look, you start us off.
0: Oh okay. well, I mean, look, what? Or, what can or, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what Go can ahead. you say about this song, though? Like, I I have you know. a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. yes, I, yes, but like, first of all, the, the fact that this song has no chorus and it still is like a powerhouse, and people know every single word—that's all you need to know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All yeah. you need to know. Yep,
2: absolutely. Uh, came out in 1975 at a night at the opera. Hit number nine in the uh, in 1975. It hit number two in 1992, thanks to Wayne's World, and then it hit number 33 uh, in 2000- 2018, thanks to Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie. Yeah. So it's it's reached the charts multiple times. It was it's the third best selling single of all time in the UK, and it's been downloaded or streamed over 1.6 billion times, <sighs> and. When John and I did our top 10 70s classic rock songs, mm-hmm. I ended up going with this one I think in my number 7 or 8 slot. Um and I had to pick this one as my top Queen from the 70s and it and it is and man, it is it's so epic. It is such a unique song. You know, the great vocals from Freddie and um that guitar you know,
1: solo, man. That guitar solo yes. is like if you know i to me the mark of a great guitar solo is one that you can sing yeah um, you know someone can sing it back to you and that is definitely one where when it gets to the guitar solo uh, the, i mean if i were in the audience i would be singing the guitar solo along just as much yeah. as singing the lyrics
2: exactly i mean it, it may it it's it's fantastic and it may not be like the most, most epic guitar solo of all time but it is one of the most impactful and yeah. memorable uh, guitar solos and You know, one of the things we've already talked about with a lot of, with a couple other songs, is overplayedness. And yes, this song has been overplayed quite a bit. And you know, I'll dare say that it's been skipped before by me because I'm just like, "Ah, I'm not, I'm not ready for Bohemian Rhapsody right, right at this second. Well,
1: I think sometimes listening to it is an investment in time and effort, (laughs) and that's fair. That sometimes you just don't want to do it um, because the song's going to take a lot out of you. True. And sometimes you want that, and that's great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But. Even when you do skip it, you you do not deny the quality or the genre-defying aspect that this song brought to
0: rock and roll. I I think you skip it sometimes. That's because you don't like. You know, it's gonna make you do all this stuff and get up and want to you know rock to it. It's like I, I don't feel yeah. like doing this at three in the morning. I just don't. You know. Yes.
2: <laughs> you don't want to stand up and scream scream scat a mooch scat a mooch that kind of stuff. But you have to you're right, if it's on, you have to do it
0: i I, I just have one question. uh mm-hmm. what is both of your favorite parts of this song because there are so many different moving parts? Oh,
1: that's a fair question, and I'm not sure I could actually answer that right, yeah <laughs>
2: uh. Uh, yeah, the thing I, is like it does. it changes like crazy, yeah,
1: it kind of reminds me of um, do you remember the Billy Joel song "Scenes from an Italian Restaurant? Yeah, it's kind of like that where it's Mm -hmm. got like it's got like the front part, the back part, and then it's got the middle part, and they don't sound exactly the same, but it's all the same song.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I'll give mine. Okay, in in case in case Prime has his, you know, and give you a little bit moment. For me, it's it's the opening, the build up, the. Mm. I've paid my dues Time after time And then you just kind of do the build up I've had sand kicked to my face And I'll never lose And it goes on and on. Oh no, that was We Are the Champions Oh my god Why the hell did I just have that in my head? What the hell did I just do in that? Why I, did I just do that? I
0: was about to say I was like uh, uh, That's the wrong song
2: There's a lot of epicness to that one uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is good too <laughs> Whoops <laughs> no, I, I don't know, know why the one. hell I just fucked that up oh, I swear wow. I'm a Queen fan I've heard of those that song
3: Uh, uh oh, I,
0: Prime, do you have a favorite I, part of the song? I, just, okay. I don't know how to I follow to that I don't know how to follow that, but alright um, <laughs> I, I, I will say I do enjoy the whole song but for me uh, and this is probably like a, a random part of the song I like the the end after the after you're coming down from this this rock explosion and he's just Uh singing like the da 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 da, you know and he just singing it oh wow i'm on the wrong song why see why are you doing this to me i'm on the wrong (laughs) song now. (laughs) oh my god yeah i swear (laughs) can i I I fix my statement (laughs) Yeah, I I no, mean, we're you, definitely you leaving started in. a trend. Yeah, Oh, You can leave it in, yes. but
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna give like my actual comment of what yeah <laughs> okay. um, this song. Uh to me it's it's the mama. Mama just killed a man. I mean there's there's a melodic kind of slowdown with that part. Um, it's beautiful, but like also it's kind of haunting what he's talking about. Put a gun against his head, pull my trigger. Now he's dead, pulled my trigger. Like there's, there's great lyrics in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see him play it and he's just on the piano and you see him up on the microphone, it's fantastic. So that little portion is my favorite. My, my favorite portion that's not actually in We Are the
0: Champions. <laughs> so okay. I can't believe you got it wrong and you made me get it wrong. You made me sing that <laughs> song. I, I, I don't know how that happened. Which is
1: why I am not going to answer the question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So my number two, I'm not actually going to say a lot because there is still a very high probability that this song is going to be higher on either one's list. My number two is Under Pressure.
0: Mm -hmm. Higher on my list. Okay. Okay. All right. Did it make your list prime? No, no, this is like right under my list. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: All right. So then what is your number two?
0: Mine was Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, do we want to do honorable mentions? Well, uh, uh, well uh, we we know what we know what my number one is. We know what my Adam's number, number one, one is. is. So maybe we'll hold off.
2: Yeah. Because I don't I don't want to let's ru- wait till after. Ru- I don't want to ruin Prime's number one. Uh, all right, Adam, you're number one. Yeah, it was your number two. Um, it's I mean the conglomeration <laughs> of Queen and David <laughs> Bowie. Holy yeah. crap, that's amazing. Uh, it's under pressure. Under pressure. So uh, it was released as a single in 1981, and then they added it to their 1982 album Hot Space. Hit number 29 on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, it's just a it's a perfect melding of mm-hmm. two of the most interesting and grand performers of their time. Oh yeah. And there's just it's it's there's a lot of beauty and just yeah more interesting kind of funky qualities to under pressure where it's got some different stuff and it kind of does change kind of throughout as well. Um, great lines you know i love their i love their line insanity to lasts insanity laughs under pressure i mean they work their voices work really well together they do they uh, complement each other they do so um and yeah i just i'm a i'm an absolute fan of under pressure it's it's my favorite queen song i think it is um it's hard to deny
1: it it is it's a great great song i mean i i can't add too much more than what you already said because it's you know i mean from the simplicity really of that bass line you know, mm-hmm. to the complex kind of interweaving vocals that they do between the two of them, it's it's a damn near perfect song for me. Cool. Uh,
0: uh, Adam, what's your favorite part? <laughs> your favorite
2: no. Part? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Listener, you're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> oh. All
1: right. All right. Uh, my number one was on think Adam's list. Um, and I think it's, I, if I remember it right, it's their, I think it's their only number one. I think it's their only song to reach number one.
2: Uh, oh. Maybe.
1: I can figure that out while you're talking about it. All right. Uh, and it's another one bites the dust. Let's
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> walks down the street with the pool Ain't no sound but the sound of speed. Machine guns ready to go. I you ready? Another One bites the dust And another one gone And another one gone Another one bites the dust Hey, hey gonna get to, to Another one bites the dust Mmm,
1: okay It's such a fun song Again, simplicity uh, reigns supreme here with a very simple bass line do do doom, doom, do 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 and it, it, the song does get a little repetitive, but for me, that's fine. It's one of my absolute favorite driving songs. It's a great song to put on in the car. Um, it's a great walking song, like if you're just strolling around. Um, it, to me, I could listen to this song anytime, anywhere, the, in, under any circumstance, and that's probably why it made my number one.
2: Yeah, It's a good one. Uh, it's not the only one to hit number one. They had a <laughs> second number one. Actually, it came earlier. Um a uh, crazy little thing called love.
1: Oh, okay.
4: thing called
2: love.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I have a, I have a question cause I've always wondered this and I've been told this by my parents. I don't know if, how true it is. I think it's a Mandela effect, but like something happened with like some, some shootings or something like some DJ said like, Oh, we lost another one today and he played another one by the dust and got fired. I don't know. That's, I think no. that's a tall tale. Because it's it's everywhere that I looked it up. I looked this up. It's everywhere, but nobody can actually say if it actually happened. I think it's a Mandela yeah. effect. But like, yeah, that is crazy though. But enough for the, the the sad stuff. This song is amazing. Baseline is crazy, and yeah. what what else do you need to know? You know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I That's do. A good song. Very good song. I have
0: a question. That might it might be off the podcast. I don't even know. I'm not going to sing We Are the no, Champions no, 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 again. No, no, I no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I have a question. I, I, I've heard people compare this song to uh, Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Oh. Uh, do y'all have a – which one do y'all like that, best? This might be – it's off the a, podcast.
2: I mean, if I had to pick, i pick Eye of the Tiger personally. Mm. That's a fair comparison,
1: I think, a little bit. I don't know. Just in the – maybe just in form – form and function but eh. i mean compared comparing the two i pick another one by the dust i think i times yeah
0: Yeah, i think i might too i think i was listening to something that was like these both songs belong on rocky or something something like that so
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying clever lang all tiger (laughs) great song good movie great song (laughs) (laughs) all right uh prime what was your number one
0: my number one my absolute favorite Queen song and this is Don't stop, Don't stop me now.
3: Don't stop me cause I'm having a good time. Having a good time. A shooting star living through the sky.
0: Uh, I make my,
2: yeah i made my uh grouping of ones to check out yeah it's a good song
0: i mean it's just because it, the way that it starts off you know it starts off kind of a cappella with the piano i'm gonna have myself a good time i feel alive and then it's like don't stop me now because i'm having a good time then it just ramps up the, the pace and yeah yeah it just yeah. uh i really love yeah, you, this song
1: when uh, when they when they kind of bring that you know having a good time having a good time never kicks in mm-hmm. you, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who isn't moving a little bit when that happens because mm-hmm. it it kind of the song just forces you to it mm-hmm. forces you into the feel that it, it wants and that to me it's the mark of a great songwriter
0: I, I will tell you watching Bohemian Rhapsody the movie uh, I was like dang they're not gonna play my favorite song and then like they play it at the end. Everybody's getting up and leaving. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not leaving. This is my favorite song. I'm sitting here, <laughs> I'm gonna sit right here.
2: They put too much emphasis on uh, was it uh, Roger Taylor's song? I'm in love with my car. That song sucks. <laughs> I
0: mean, look, <laughs> but they look. had that.
2: They had that in the movie, and they didn't have some other ones. I'm like, really?
0: Look, I w- but, I don't think the song sucks, but like the it it it, it it's not needed. I will say that <laughs> it's yeah, it's not needed. <laughs>
2: yeah, fair enough. Sucks might be harsh.
1: Uh, all right. Do we want to do any
2: honorable mentions? I've got a few. Okay. Adam, why don't want
1: you to shoot oh. off a couple?
2: Um, two that we haven't mentioned, uh, I want to bring up The Millionaire Waltz. It's actually got a lot of similarities to Bohemian Rhapsody. When you kind of listen to it, it's got a lot of very similar, I don't know, operatic uh, and just kind of big epic qualities to it. And so if anybody's a fan of Bohemian Rhapsody, check out The Millionaire Waltz. Was that on uh, the same th- album? Uh, I don't believe so. Nope, it was on a day at the races from 1976, oh, okay. which uh, came out I think a year earlier than that one. Uh, no, it came out a year after Bohemian Rhapsody from A Night at the Opera. I'll say it was A Night at the Opera, A Day at the Races. Those kind of those were back to back albums for them. Okay. Um, and then the other one that I want to bring up, another one from the Maiden he- Heaven album. I mean, well, there was also the Maiden Heaven song, which is good, but the Maiden Heaven album um, has a song called "It's a Beautiful Day." I like the reprise version best. Um, it's just it's a great one. It's actually a buddy of mine used to say he he would uh have his alarm clock was set to it's a beautiful day and it kind of opens up very kind of slowly um it's a beautiful day the sun is shining. Uh it's just it's a really good one. I don't think enough people know it. So. Okay,
1: Uh I'm only going to mention one um and th- <laughs> this is this was not a song that it was ever going to make anyone's list. And uh, I probably wasn't gonna make anyone's honorable mention. It's largely considered not even a great song, but there's something f- funny about it that makes me laugh, and I l- actually like listening to it from time to time. Also, I pl- I actually played this song in the in the band I played with, uh, and that's the song "Flash" from the Flash Gordon movie. Uh, oh
2: okay. wow! Well, yeah, all right, interesting. Okay.
1: So I mean, it's it's very very simple, um, but. I don't know. I was. It, I was to me it's kind of fun. Okay. Okay. So, definitely not one I seek out, but if it if it happens to play through, then I'll listen to it. Alright, prime any honorable mentions?
0: I have four. Uh, just f- Ooh, nice. I'm kind of keep it. Uh I have uh, I want it all, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. keep yourself alive. I mean, come on now. Yeah, uh under pressure and mm-hmm. I have a uh, Adam's favorite bicycle race.
1: <laughs> cool yeah. all good stuff uh gentlemen i had a lot of fun talking queen today
2: yeah i mean there's so many good songs i mean i'm definitely gonna it, it, this made me want to put back on my blu-ray of uh live at montreal right now that's probably what i'm gonna go do <laughs> <laughs> cool
1: uh so before we go Prime, tell us all, one more time all about the Prime Nostalgia podcast. Where to find it? Maybe a couple of favorite episodes you recommend that sort yeah. of thing.
0: Uh, <clears throat> how much time do we get now? Um, <laughs> uh, Prime Nostalgia podcast. You can pretty much find it everywhere you listen to podcasts, and we do have the audio, the visuals on YouTube. And um, I, I mean, I have a, we got a lot of episodes to suggest. But I would say, of course, check out uh, our Buddy Cop episode with with you guys. Um, I would say check out our Kenan Thompson episode. And if yeah. I had to suggest another one, ooh, uh, I would. Why not? I would say check out um, Sherry Johnson. She was on Punky Brewster, and she was on um, Family Matters. So oh, wow, I maybe we should check that check that one out maybe you'll you enjoy it maybe not but uh you can uh you can find those anywhere like i said anywhere just type in prime your podcast um you know like it leave a review let me know what you think and i guess you can also follow me if you want to you know i'm not forcing sure. you or anything <laughs> <laughs> now force them go ahead and force we, them yeah we'll, well if you, if you oh, don't man. we will force them no, exactly. But yeah, y- 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 y'all can follow me on uh Twitter and Instagram at KVNG Primetime. I'm fun, I promise. I do a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: does. He does. It, I I follow his Instagram. It's great.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Right. I do. I do polls too. We 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 do polls a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. I said earlier, uh, we did a poll of the best buddy cop uh movie, and we did it like for like three or four days, putting different buddy cop movies together, and Rush Hour, ran the gauntlet. Yeah, first movie, second movie, and third movie. One, the trilogy, sequels, and the originals. <laughs> oh, oh wow! wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was that's surprised. Awesome. I was so surprised that, that it. For one, for, uh, small rant. I'm sorry. How does Men in <laughs> Black Three make it to the finals? Oh, I, I mean, oh yeah, wow, yeah. yeah,
2: that's that's bullshit right there. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Over it beat out Bad Boys for like you know people probably haven't seen Ooh, it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, come on now. But hey, uh, yeah. I, I'm not complaining. All right, that was our
1: top 10 Queen songs. Please join us next time for a Jim Henson-inspired episode as we break down the 1979 film The Muppet Movie, discuss the 70s and 80s TV show The Muppet Show, and recast some popular movies using Muppets. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
3: Talking back.